everyone, and welcome to The Mind Behind It. My name is Huda. And I am Sahil. I am Argus. I am an astrologer from TikTok, primarily. When did you start off and yeah. why? I really started with tarot, actually. So in quarantine of 2020 last year. And I mean, it was a bit of a chaotic story. Like I just lost my job at a cafe in the Mornington Peninsula. Is that where you lived? Yes. But then it became like my solitary confinement because we had the huge quarantine and this type of thing. It was quite an era to spend quarantine in because, I mean, I think like 50% of the population, there's 60 plus and this type of thing. But it's really nice. It's like the beach and stuff. If you as well want to retire, this type of thing. I just (laughs) want to live there. (laughs) Okay. Just get paid to live there. There's a lot of rich white people who live there. Yes, it was that vibe. So, well, what's your heritage? So, I've got Greek heritage and Cypriot. So, my my dad's side is Greek and my mum's side is from Cyprus. But I think I did the ancestry.com. I also have some links to the Middle East. Yeah, I was going to say. I don't know why, but I kept getting the feeling that you have part Israeli in it. Yeah, I feel that very strongly. Like, I don't know, I had this whole thing recently with ancestry.com. Like, a lost relative contacted me. Now, like, you have a specific haplotrope that ties us back to like Babylon or something. Oh, Babylon. <laughs> like, that makes sense hot. though. I love that. <laughs> You're like, that's, I love it. Babylon. the origin of where astrology has come around that area. Babylon. Oh, is that where it's um, all yeah, started? in Mesopotamia and oh. Egypt, those areas. So, could have been a past life, could have been in the genes. There's two types of thoughts in this world. The one is that believe that, look, astrology can be super helpful mm. and, you know, deal with trauma in their life or it can help deal with circumstances yeah, yeah. and it gives them that clarity. Yeah. That which is what I always kind of took from it rather than knowing what's going to happen in my fucking future which why do you want to know that like what's the point of you know living moment to moment if you want to know what's going to happen in the next one or two years I don't know I like the suspense but the other part is that say it's absolute bullshit and you know don't fucking believe in that so did you have were you always someone who was on the other side yeah like I believe anything any perspective that can survive like the mm-hmm. most barrage of criticism is worthy of exploring you know and there's well to that's say, what's going to make you stand out um, and uh, yeah and I think where astrology has really gone wrong is this complete I don't think it has to be so separate from any logic I think there's a lot of arguments where people have been like yes the planets 100% you know control us the moon moves the tide so we're 90% water or something and basically your emotions are controlled like okay cool but that like trying to prove astrology is not I don't think that's a pathway that is worth exploring okay like for me I can't tell you logically scientifically why this works okay As an astrologer, I don't have the answers to logically explain why this system works. All I know is that it does. Like in my <laughs> experience, in my experience as an astrologer, in my experience as a personal, uh, in my own personal life. And so when people, you know, talk about, like, do you believe in astrology? Yeah. Do you believe in astrology? Do you think astrology is real? It's like, I don't think it's something to believe in. It's kind of like a perspective, a lens a philosophy it's like asking God is real but then also I don't agree with grouping astrology with religion because again astrology doesn't imply that you should believe in a deity it's almost like what I always think about astrology and you know with the history of like hermeticism and alchemy that astrology has been used in particularly in the medieval ages it's always been explained with like the idea that as above so below I don't know if you guys have heard of that no no I've heard of as within 
So is that something? Is that something? I don't know what that is. I don't know. Is. I feel like I've heard something. I just fucking like, made that up. I did not make it up. You just literally made that up. I do do that. It's okay. I made up the whole but like, I, alchemical I, thing. I feel like I just fucking put it in there. No, so I wonder, how yeah. has it helped you in your life? Yeah, yeah. So for me, I mean, yeah, the first reason why I even turned to astrology and for me it was first just spirituality in general. And yeah, going back to what you asked, sorry about my Pisces rising let me just put it out there I will derail <laughs> I will so please just like that's okay that's, that's also I don't literally what we that. do I don't understand what they mean by their Pisces rising why can't they just be like one thing you know what my no. biggest issue is reading the newspaper to check your fucking horoscope that's what pissed me off because it's so generic and I always try to match myself to it. I'm like, yeah, of course it makes sense. Literally. And then I would read the other one. Oh, that also makes sense. Yeah. And it was never specific. No. It lacks specifics. That's why, you know, moon rising or all those words that you use are so important because yeah. that's, that's why it's a science. There's so much more complexity to astrology and so understandable why so many people have created such a, um, or just had such a averse opinion towards astrology because you're seeing things in newspapers, you're seeing these horoscopes, you're seeing these yeah. general things. And it's not also really useful like you know at the end of the day like wow you're gonna go on a holiday time well, to take a vacation get like, that's how it's or... been that type of energy mm-hmm. um but i think right now there's a resurgence of astrology in a new way which actually can be very very powerful you know but I th- if we do need to educate so that's why i really hope to bring to the people you know and a lot of people get into astrology first with those funny things like the horoscopes yeah. the resonating how to make and Aries like you, like, I love that. Like, I, I went through a phase where I went through a phase where I went the opposite, where I'm like, oh, astrology should only be used for like proper, you know, life changing. Yeah. Or like deep, deeply unpacking, like what's your life purpose? Okay. This type of thing is what I've always loved. But there's so much fun in astrology. It's actually yeah. just so much fun. It actually you know, is. To just resonate with someone, to be like, yeah. oh my God, you have the same sign as me. Like there's something very special about that. Yeah. Okay. yeah. How do you make um, an Aries like you? I used to, back in the day, if I met somebody, I would always do this thing where I'd ask them what their star sign is and then I would yeah. do an in-depth research and go, that wow. actually all makes sense. There you go. I used to do it all the time and I stopped doing it because I was like, oh, surely this is not real. And I also was like thinking, okay, maybe this is a self-fulfilling thing prophecy thing yeah where i was like oh you know they don't like me because um star signs don't match or something like that yeah you look for validation i have this Mm. really strong belief in my head that it's actually i believe in your thoughts right you know at a certain point when when i started changing my thoughts i resonated with different things Mm. i could change what i resonated with like the the venn diagram the intersection becomes interesting it's like you know how do you manage external versus internal especially when you're looking at horoscopes and astrology and yeah, that's really interesting. And for me, astrology, the way it can be used in a healthy way, mm. instead of just justifying whether it's your negative traits or mm. you're yeah, trying to convince yourself of certain things, this type of thing. It's when you use it as a lens. It's not, it's something to give you power. It's not something to determine you. Okay. Yeah. Cause even within astrology, you know, we have the transits. We have what's happening in the sky. We have, you know, progress charts, mm-hmm. which show your natal chart unfolding over time and how you change as a person you know so there's there's so much more to astrology than just this is your sign and this is who you are because that's not that doesn't relate to our human nature we are changing and what's interesting with astrology will show you where certain things in your life are actually repressing your true nature that wants to come through Mm -hmm. okay for example um a child who say for a stereotypical reason an aries child okay generally is here to come in with a level of leadership assertiveness like prioritizing yeah. themselves here 
you know, to a degree, to a degree awesome. more often than others. <laughs> you know? Pretty easy. The shadow side, the shadow side of the Aries. But on the positive side, yes, they're meant to be great leaders. They're meant to be like, this is what I want. I'm going to go get it. But if you're raised in an environment where you're not allowed to do any of Absolutely. that. That you're oppressed. And you're being told, of course, as you mature and you begin to either rediscover your true nature, your thoughts are going to change. You're like, actually, I do like taking the lead or I do like mm. um, initiating and following my instincts. I'm learning to trust myself again. And in that way, someone who maybe in the beginning, they're like, I don't resonate with being an Aries because now I've become this closed yeah. off person. I don't trust myself that much. I do like to prioritize others but is that truly your essence or is that a pattern of trauma is that a pattern of your mm-hmm. upbringing so this is where astrology is really interesting because it can show you in some ways your true essence yeah. and that can be really freeing it's not restricting okay yeah. like and that's my you know personal experience for yeah. me astrology really helped me see and validate things in my nature that no one else ever did but i always felt within me yeah and that's okay. really empowering for someone who has never been, you know, told like, yeah. no, you 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 are intuitive or you do have creativity. Yeah, like that can yeah. be really life changing for some people who have not been around that an environment that has allowed their natural essence to flourish. Yeah, you know, I had this uh, teacher telling story of a kid who was in grade three when he was drawing something, and his teacher said that's that's rubbish. It's the most disgusting <laughs> oh thing, God. and that and that person never drew again yeah. until in his forties when he realized he's actually an amazing artist, and now he's a full time artist. But it took him that oh long God. to I... realize his true potential just because someone told him as a kid that this is shit. Yes, like you can see how powerful people's programming mm. and this type of thing can be. Well, and there's another argument with astrology. It's like every all the cycles are perfect. It's not about controlling or predicting. Yeah. For me, astrology gives you context to your life, context to what is happening in your life and the deeper significance of it, okay? Mm-hmm. It's not about avoiding. It's not about necessarily trying, you know, and there's many different forms of astrology, but the one I find is the most rewarding is where it's providing me context for what is already happening in my life. I'm not trying to say, okay, well, it's going to be this alignment coming up. Yeah. How do I, like, maximize it or just avoid this because then that takes you completely out of the present yeah and then you're not living you're living mm. by these cycles and then that can get really allowing, dangerous yeah because you're allowing not, something else to dictate yeah. the way you perceive yourself or present yourself in the world as well yeah but it's not and it's like a corrupted lens because yeah. it's not like astrology is telling you anything because through your own interpretation at the end of the day you know whether okay. you use it right or wrong With so at the end of the yeah. day I can't blame astrology for anything because it's your own perceptions and understanding your own interpretations but it it becomes problematic for people like me who who become obsessive there's certain personalities that are obsessive oh I know very obsessive (laughs) so imagine if someone tells you like okay this is what you should be doing because it's the right thing to do and in India astrology is fucking massive I had these couple of years where I was really struggling with mental health stuff and you know I would depend on these other people outside to tell me that these are the remedies you need to do Mm. so now I'm not the the leader I'm not the the one a really good point about spirituality in general and how I feel like right now we're in a cycle more than ever where people are looking at other places for answers you know like it's you can't get all the answers from modern psychology or even organized religion there's like a real People are still... It's not solving everything. And yeah. it's not meant to. Like, it's, it has a service. Problems you know? 
<laughs> like, oh my God, psychology is really necessary. You know, and that's, you know, for some people, I will always say it's like astrology is not going to solve everything, particularly、yeah. if you're actually suffering from very real mental health concerns. I always want to、yeah. clarify that because, you know, people can sometimes think, and there can be a lot of blurring in astrology、yeah. and the community where it's like, no, you're, you're not sad or you don't have to, like, you're just not following the alignments、yeah. or this type of thing. And that can get really toxic. Yeah. Like, there's a difference here because astrology is really speaking on it's something more spiritual. But, like, when you have literal, there's like dysfunction right now in、like mm-hmm. your mental health. Like,、yeah. that's, a, exactly. that's a pattern. That's like a trauma. That's like not even,、yeah. you know, your、And、nature. It's not your nature. Actually, that's what I'm、exactly. trying to clarify.、100%. Yeah. It's not your nature. It's, astrology is cool because then you don't identify with whether it's your mental illness、mm. or this type of thing. But that doesn't mean it's not there. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. If you、exactly. need to deal with your physical symptoms, you know, or the mental symptoms, like, you literally can't be functional. Astrology is not going to help you. Nothing's like, going to help you other than fucking something. You know,、yeah. so. No, thank you for like, saying that because I think it's important for listeners、yes. and viewers to know that this is not a one stop shop for like、yes. all of your fucking problems. Right? Astrology, like, it's, I don't know, I heard it kind of weird that like people look at astrology, it's like if it doesn't fulfill everything,、yeah. it disregards it completely. Like, Are、oh, there actually like, people out there that like, do that? Because I don't know them. No. Oh my God. Like, people, no, but it's like people are looking for that. You know, in astrology, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. people went, you know, but it's like, <laughs> things like psychology, you know, even if you don't fully agree with everything in psychology,、yeah. you'll still trust it because there is that empirical、yeah. evidence and there's that scientific background, you、mm-hmm. know. And that's for me, it's a bit, we have to be very careful about fully, you know, going to that zone where it's all about the empirical, it's all about the scientific、yeah. and what can be proven because. That they don't have, that's not all the answers. It's not all the answers. That's been literally an argument throughout all of philosophy. You know, after you've kind of said it, it's, it、mm. does make sense that people can mistake in, I would say, maybe religion with astrology.、Mm. And I can see the difference though, because I think with religion, a way of life and a way of living and all that sort of stuff, like people、yes. actually, you know, narrow their way of living and their choices and decisions and stuff based on religion. Whereas with astrology, it kind of tells you. You know, what your traits are and like what, exactly, how they could be. And it's kind of like you said, it is good because at the end of the day, people have certain desires to be a certain way. Like we have an idea of it in our heads of how we want to be as a person,、mm-hmm. how we want to carry ourselves. And a lot of the time, you kind of read all this stuff and you think, oh, but that's not really me. And I don't really, you know, but I want to be that person. Traumas in life can change yeah, you yeah, and who you are and how you carry yourself. And astrology can kind of give you the idea of you can still be this person as long as you address your traumas. Yeah, it shows. Yeah, it's a really nice way to put it. It's like there's a difference between not resonating completely with something in your astrology and no, I'm actually blocked because of all these traumas.、Exactly. I would love to embody that energy. Yes. But I just have not been able to, to a point where I'm not even conscious that I want that. The unconscious is such a powerful player in this energy. And yeah, I think a really good way to look at the difference between things like organized religion and kind of like the methodology of astrology. It's not really like a scripture or anything like this,、yeah. you know? It's like with astrology, it's more so like the God is kind of inside of you, whereas、yeah. with religion, it's outside of you. Like you're、okay. here to kind of, and again,、yeah. I'm maybe generalizing people's experience of religion, but no, traditionally that's a, speaking, that's it's a very like, simplified form of putting it, which,、yes. could be, which can be understood by people. Yeah, cool, it's、actually. like in some ways with organized religion, there's a, and I'm talking more of maybe the Abrahamic religions, you know, particularly Christianity, for example, there's like this idealized, there's a perfection that, you know,、yeah. we, that we kind, kind of need strive. to strive for. For, whereas with 
so in India we have these deities, right? And we have these yeah, massive, we keep little deities in our in our houses as well. Wow. Yeah. And recently, because of what's going on in India, there have been piles and piles of these deities that have been thrown away because people mm. are like, if there really is a god, this would not be happening. And you can see oh, all god. these like this rubbish, like deities made out of like gold and shit, yeah. just being thrown away because people are like, why was I believing in this shit? Mm. Yeah. But but I do want to do say something which is my belief, and I'm a cult leader. We love that. Is, is um, <laughs> if I personally think if you desire something, you're desiring it, it's because it's already yours. It's something that you can have, and that's why you desire it. And it's not something that's outside of you. And you think, oh my God, I want to be this person. No, you already are. And so much of astrology is about understanding your desires, understanding your deepest desires. If you want to know more about your moon placements, I don't understand, <laughs> but I want to start with first the basic one where you say, the first one you said was how to get an Aries to love me. Yeah. So when you say Aries, or Capricorn yeah. is that the sun sign or the moon sign things everyone stereotypically knows about themselves like what's your zodiac you're talking about your sun sign yeah. mm-hmm. this is the placement of the sun in the wheel of astrology when you were born okay mm-hmm. astrology is all it's basically the planets in the sky from the perspective of the earth okay mm-hmm. so it uses a lot of its own mathematical calculations you know it's very mm-hmm. it's based on a lot of you know the geometry the math so um, you're gone and the you don't, you there's no way I'll ever be an astrologer in my <laughs> so life no, but Literally. like I don't think about those things. But yeah. that's what the foundation of yeah. it was. It was, you know, this is a system that has there was no difference in the um, beginning of time between the astronomers and the astrologers. This is how people began to understand where our place is in the world and all this type of thing. When we talk about a zodiac, it's your sun sign. Your sun sign. It is very important, obviously, because yeah. so many people can resonate. If we think about the sun as like a planetary body, its significance is it's a, it's your constant. It's your essence. It's your life yeah. force. But it's also your outward expression because the sun in astrology is very much about your we call it the divine masculine energy yeah. you know which is about our outward force it's about how we move forward in this life how we want to express ourselves how we want to shine okay yeah. and again but if you're someone who's gone through life and you're for whatever reason that light has been blocked it's gonna be difficult for you to resonate with the energy and even other things in your chart will, will show you where maybe this energy is going to have other lenses or other filters over it so but that's again that's just more of your it's yeah. your, the sun is your expression okay mm-hmm. and it's oftentimes like your identity but then we've got the moon sign which is like this is the divine feminine energy this is about how you experience the world rather than what you how you go out and do things it's how you receive the world it's like how you, you process and you emotionally absorb the world okay, okay. so this yeah. is like the, your inner self you may right. not always reveal it to others okay. others may not always see it so what you. do you say it's more your true self yeah well a lot of people do call the moon your true self your inner mm. self it's like when you're with someone it's like don't be so fooled by their sun sign because you're going to end up really connecting with their moon, moon sign. sign like that's what yeah. they're going to show you all the time you know and the moon has has a lot of connotations with like the home and yeah. the your childhood own. and the mother and the nurture like all of this type of thing so this is what you mm. know with the people you're really close to often you'll find as well you're actually very compatible with who, who, people you are very close to and you're in a circle and this type of thing you will have very compatible moon signs because it's very difficult to emotionally connect because that's your emotional connection 
So what app can like people use if they just want their bird chart and stuff? Yeah, so I would recommend on your phone an app called Charts. Like it's literally just called Charts. Great, great also, name. Also, <laughs> you know, CoStar is a really popular one now. It's gone through Co-star. a bit of controversy, CoStar, because it's been really popular with young people, this one. It's a good way to see your placements. It won't give you your full birth chart in its circular form unless you're like on the computer. That's if you want to go. Oh, is it called CoStar? Let's get controversial. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're actually, no, like, you know, CoStar, I actually really admire. It's a great way to like collect as well your friends' placements and astrology. Interesting. All right. So we've got so, it here. All right. So we are putting, what's your date of birth? 23rd of September. I do know that. 1988. Birth time. Oh, time. 1807. Birthplace? Australia. Like Melbourne. Yeah, Australia. And I'm going to give this to you. Okay. For yeah. And all we can see is a lot of confusion on Argus' face. <laughs> Argus is worried. And this, all right, wow. Argus, what do you see? So this app is called CoStar. Yes, so we're right? in CoStar right now. It's a great way to get your placements, you know, beyond your sun sign. You know, if you want to take a look at your rising sign, your moon sign. Um, and also you can add other people as well, like your friends and see their placements. And so CoStar, you can... if you're, if you're, where is CoStar? Oh, CoStar, if you're watching, <laughs> uh, you, th- you should sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Sponsor me first, please. <laughs> oh, of, of listeners and TikTok. He's like, I need more. <laughs> oh, uh, You'll get it. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, this is Huda, right? Yeah. Yes. Very interesting. So, you've got the Libra sun. You've also got the Pisces rising. I'm what? actually Pisces rising. Yeah, okay, so what does the Libra sun mean? Okay, so with the Libra sun, it's talking about the essence of you. So, with the essence of Libra, <laughs> there is always going to be a focus in one shape or form on the importance of relationships in your life. Okay. okay. I mean, the fact that you're doing a podcast with someone, that is very Libra. Okay. <laughs> very beautiful. Apparently. Working with others. Okay. You're not meant to go through life alone in some way. And that's not everyone's experience. Okay. okay. There's a lot you can learn from others, more so than other people. Through seeing others and through observing others, you'll also learn by yourself yeah. very strongly. So seeing things in others that you end up seeing is also part of you. This is very Libra. Also with Libra, there's an appreciation for like equality, justice, social justice, fairness. This is all the themes of Libra. An appreciation of the arts, culture, mm. creativity. So these are some of the more... I lost your culture. culture <laughs> what do you mean? The aesthetics. Uh, everything else worked really well. Ah, it's the so culture mean. part you're watching. Yeah. No, with Libra, there is like a level of... um, (laughs) I'm totally... There's a level of refinement. Refinement? Okay. I love this. Just be honest. With Libra energies, there's a tact, which is really beautiful. Because we need that. And it's a great balance here. Because we've got tact and we don't have tact. You know? Well played, sir. So true. Well played. Um, So that's great for a podcast. This is the social part of you with so that's the sun yes mm-hmm. nice right? that's a nice explanation of the sun thank you it's very clean. yes <laughs> and again like it goes so much deeper than the, just the general stereotypes of the Libra again with the stereotypes I'm talking on a more deeper level stereotypes of the Libra it's like the indecisive energy not knowing mm-hmm. what it's true that's the one people use at parties uh, which is fucking I hate you that know, like, I have such oh, a Libra yeah, my god yeah, like, like, dude you don't know anything about astrology <laughs> but you know this one thing how Libras can be yeah and you put so, this, yeah that's like, a very common one it's yes. like, dude, that's that's so generic. Yeah, and so again, we can go so much deeper. As there is still a shred of truth to all these stereotypes as well, <laughs> like, not going to lie. But yeah, and then the Pisces rise, so your rising sign. This is very much about your aura. 
Okay. okay. So as the sun is more, it's not entirely just your outside. The sun is still your essence. Your rising sign is about your aura, and it's the it's the theme that is constantly surrounding you throughout your entire life. Okay. Okay. So when you've got the Pisces rising, there's something important about being open to. Uh, the universal ideas of this world which talks mm-hmm. about the more abstract ideas so like spirituality mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know these types of themes that cannot be understood with the logical mind so that's, that's a part of your too, journey right? yeah so yeah, you yeah. see how it manifests in many different ways yeah. for me this is really what I've always had this sense for me as a Pisces mm. writer I don't know if you can resonate of yep. there's something more like I yeah. don't know, I may, may have not been conscious of all the time but I was always drawn to some form of spirituality the early part of my life it was hardcore Greek Orthodox religion like Ooh. you know <laughs> so that, oh, yeah. she has Islam so yeah. she has that mm. from her father's but side I have a very, very, I have a very spiritual yeah. version of Islam to me so. and it can be again all religion in its core it is it's like spirituality 100% you know the messages I truly believe in, in like the original forms of course there's a lot of things that you know with time oh my god we cannot yeah. all the things word by word but a lot of the messages can be really are really filled with a lot of wisdom yeah, you know that's true um, what the original goal was exactly and also with the Pisces rising there is a lot of there's a universal empathy with this energy mm, okay. and ability to feel into intuitively into people okay, okay. empathy shut up <laughs> So emphasizing your disdain. So it goes, it's deeper than just, this is the energy, the effect you have on people, you know? And I will say even just to give you feedback, I did feel in your energy, you know, (laughs) immediately a sense of that calmness, the safety. That's what really the Pisces energy can really give you. I never feel that. (laughs) I feel disorder, chaos, anger. You know what? But that's also the shadow aspect of (laughs) Pisces. Just extreme fear of shit. shit's going to go wrong. No way. Whenever I see her, it, she has that look on her face like what's today no I don't I actually don't I love that you know um, and again I'm saying a lot of the good stuff. I know but I'm legitimately no, but I, I, he's I'm, actually full of shit <laughs> he's legitimately full of shit so don't listen to this shit no, but with every sign, there is a shadow aspect. Yes, with Pisces Rising, we can have this. It doesn't mean you're conscious that you're giving this impression to others, but it can be this because there is, there is. Like, actually, that's a really good way to put it. There is a disorder to the energy of Pisces. There is a sense <laughs> so of, true. you know, there's that almost go with the flow energy and there can be this, it's going to work out or, and if it doesn't, well, then whatever, like, I don't know what's going on type energy. That's what yeah. we can put out sometimes. doesn't matter if that's not your nature. That's the energy you can give out mm-hmm. to people who need that. I need the practical. I need the confirmation. Yeah. I need the logical. Yeah. Okay. I need you to tell me right now, like, what's going on? But there's a beauty in that. Again, with every quality is a beauty. The yeah. fact that you are open to the multitude <laughs> of possibilities, even if that causes, you know, a bit of chaos. Well, she it, just called me full of shit, but yeah. she knows deep inside. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's where the Pisces energy is where the magic comes through. Okay. You know, that's a beautiful balance when you have someone who's a bit more practical and who mm. can deal with the more mm. technical, you know. And then you've got the Aquarius moon. So that, yeah. Well, I know what the, yeah, yeah, the moon is the emotion. So this is your emotion. The moon is your It's your inner experience, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. So the Aquarius again, it's a highly mental energy. So this is also like a lot of Aquariuses will resonate with this energy being very scattered or mentally. But again, the Aquarian energy is all about 
bringing new ideas to humanity and like this is so much of where your moon Aquarius can find expression okay yeah. like really bringing in new perspective that's all about the Aquarian energy it's all about rebelling against the convention okay yeah. being open to new perspective not necessarily <laughs> needing to believe everything yeah. okay yeah. it's not being very objective the Aquarius energy but it is ultimately about bringing social cohesion and like mm. appealing to humanity <laughs> that I can say like that's it's strong. very beautiful and that's like a deep part of you and so the moon will show you some of your deepest desires so if yeah. you can fulfill your moon's desires this is how you can really find a level of emotional nourishment and stability you know to, to a greater degree when we're not like listening to what our moon needs mm. this is when we can really feel mm. very you know not in alignment yeah the moon is the most like you'll mm. feel it so for yeah. example with the moon aquarius if you're not allowing yourself to as well push the limits of what you think to be true as well because the moon aquarius is all about rebelling as well against <laughs> convention yeah. okay and yeah. it's very interesting you're born into Maybe what I'm hearing, like quite a religious family. Is that yeah, your experience? Um, or like, no, I'm actually not. No. So my dad wasn't oh. very religious okay. until now. He's gotten a bit more religious. Oh, very interesting. But he's very, uh, he's allowed us to kind of be. Wow. He's never like. Well, that's like a really good side of the moon Aquarius. Because usually, like, sometimes with moon Aquarius, it can go both ways. It's like, because the moon describes your upbringing, right? Yeah. And with moon Aquarius, there can be that sense of like, you can think for yourself, Suffoc right? Yeah. Or it can be the opposite, where yeah, there's a yeah, solid suffocated. ideology, or there's a solid way you have to like break free. That's yeah. good. Until, but there, there you're pointing you know, out both sides of it. Yeah, there's always that. Again, that's like with everything, like extroversion, introversion. You know, yeah. there's always like, are you going to be someone who displays your anger, or are you going to internalize it? Like, so things take different forms, exactly. and astrology yeah. will show you where this really happens. Yeah, the moon Aquarius part of you, oh my God, that is your mission to bring new ideas to the world. And what, yeah. is, what, is, what is your moon? I was going to ask you, what Me? is yours? So I'm a moon so in Cancer. Yeah, I was going to start with that. I'm sun in Cancer. No, my sun? Mercury's in Leo. I, when I was telling you before. I was just like, what? <laughs> so there's okay. more, okay? Like there's Mercury, there's Venus, which yeah. show the, the aspects of your personality. But my sun sign, I'm a Cancer. Do you want to, yeah, I was going to say, bring yours up though. Do you remember the time? Um, so yours is, you said Cancer. I'm sunny Cancer. cancer? Okay. I've got the Pisces rising and moon in Capricorn. So, okay. yes. But see, like, for me, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what you observe of me and what you feel for me. Yeah, okay. Uh, so the moon in Capricorn. Yeah. So this is how I, at the end of the day, this is my inner self. It's the Capricorn energy. So yeah, even if okay. I come across as this, the Capricorn energy can be very, you know, I mean, we've got a Capricorn, right? Yeah. <laughs> so imagine that energy, but that's actually within me. But oh. you're not seeing that. What do you mean by that? With Capricorn, there can be a lot of cynicism. There can be a lot of yeah. curtness and oh, like, yeah, I don't want to waste time. And, there's, you know, when I, when I think about Capricorn, it's like cynic. It's like, I have suffered so much in my life at this point that like, oh, what are you going to tell me? Like, what are you, how are you going to help me? Oh like, gosh. I've been very reliant on myself, you know. It's that type of energy. That's very Capricorn, okay? That is. That's where these people really <laughs> mature very early on mm -hmm. most of the time. Or they're forced to because yeah. they're forced to take on some level of responsibility. That is um, true. I agree. Wow. Right. And when it's your moon in Capricorn, this is talks about your emotional experience, you know. So it can be a little bit difficult because this puts that type of energy, which is very 
cynical, practical. Cynical, yeah. It doesn't have time for like emotions a lot of time as well. Like, excuse me, but yeah. I've got better things to do. So, so yeah, so it can. It's it just how these energies combining them with different parts of you, how they affect. You know that Capricorn energy, putting it on the Moon, which is meant to be such a sensitive, yeah. emotional, vulnerable, wants to be nurtured. But if yeah. you put Capricorn there, suddenly you get a very different type of experience. <laughs> so that would be actually really conflicting for you then. Yeah, because... Because then you're like, you need to kind of take care of your emotional side. But then your Capricorn's like, um, honey, you've got bigger fish to fry. Yeah, that off. Yeah, great description. Just, just go and get shit done. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, okay. like, actually, I, I do feel that a lot of times. Yeah, well, let's see what's going on here with your move. Oh, wow. <laughs> so we have the sun in Capricorn here. That's very much a Capricorn, yeah. a sunny Capricorn, where it's like, don't have time to like, deal with that, right? Get, like, I yeah. need to do what I need to do. But you've also got here the... Oh, you've also got Capricorn rising, for what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. He has a double wow. Capricorn. I'm pretty sure I remember that. But look at this. very interesting. Actually, I might point this out just for people to be aware of when you're talking about your sun sign, right? You've got a sun in Capricorn, but you're one of the people who have a sun in the 12th house, okay? So it's so important to know how your chart is set up because that really influences your experience of your sun sign. Even someone who's like a sun in Leo, put your sun in one of the water houses, which is the fourth, the eighth, and the twelfth house, and this is really going to change your energy. This yeah. is where I actually believe that you're actually more in tune with like your <laughs> spiritual, like, yeah. like in some way, like you're. There's a deeper search from yeah, yeah. him yeah. than possibly you in terms of like a deeper sense of existential understanding. Like I could see that, even if you're not completely conscious, because the sun in the twelfth house will make you really need spirituality in some degree. I can see why yeah. maybe your experience with spirituality has been that. But that's kind of so pretty much, much, I think, my, as weird as it sounds, like I've got very logical family members with yeah. both parents, like yeah. doctors and, yeah. but I always knew that there's more to what I see. Yeah. And I just didn't fit in. Yeah. I just never just fit in anywhere, very. which I really like yeah. now. But mm. before that you weren't, you didn't like Something changed in the last year. I'm not really sure. Oh, that's so interesting. Like something, I've had a massive shift in the last year. Wow. Well, yeah, anyone who's had Capricorn placements have gone through. I mean, 2020 was a lot of astrology was happening in Capricorn. Like, you know, that's something to think about. So, a lot of (laughs) shit happened. I don't know when planets are transiting over your planets and your birth chart. That's how we can get more in depth with astrology. Like, when you can Ah. see how it certain planets cross over, say your sun or your moon. This is going to bring those into some evolution to some degree. But yeah, so we've got the sun in Capricorn, which is this strong desire to succeed, okay? With astrology, right, we all have these aspects in our nature. It's not like you're ambitious, you're not. You yeah, know? yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Right? Exactly. Okay? And that's something very important to clarify. But I like to look at astrology as, I've heard some people say something like, this is a geography of your consciousness. Mm-hmm. This is a map of your consciousness mm. you're gonna have different focuses in your consciousness priorities priorities, what you natural priorities. yeah, yeah there's gonna be people who are naturally more self-centered and are you gonna get angry at that person no. like do you know yeah. what i mean like of course with things can become absolutely when out of control assholes, it's a different story. and then it becomes pathological narcissistic <laughs> disorder, <laughs> and it's like okay let's seek help but some people generally need to be more self-centered it's, yeah. it's like, really <laughs> that's, yeah. that's 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 a very mm. uh, important point to make because mm. uh, there's, there's a lot of focus especially in like modern day self-help which is all about you know self-love self-love and mm. i actually really struggled with that 
yeah. most of my life. I've really, what the fuck do I have to love myself for, dude? Yeah. Like, I've got shit to do, right? <laughs> Fucking let's just get on with stuff. <laughs> I've got more things to do. And everyone who's ever met me, they're like, dude, you've got to start loving yourself. And I'm an actor too. So yep. so that totally makes sense for me because oh you, you start thinking that you're going to get love from these people and somehow life's going to be so much better. And now in the last year, I'm like, oh, what a fucking idiot. I don't need to look at other people. Yeah, that's so beautiful. And you know, again, you don't need astrology. Like these things you're going through and these experiences, right? I can look at your astrology and be like, wow, okay, this really validates a lot of that. But that's what astrology does. It shows you in a, in a context of a lot of these things that you're experiencing. But you're still like, it's like you need astrology in order to become your most actualized self. If it mm-hmm. works for you, that's great. Right. Yeah, yeah. But um, if it doesn't, you don't necessarily need, like everything you're experiencing right now, oh my God, that's so real. Like I can imagine, you've here as well, you've got the moon in Leo. This is your inner self here. So on the outside, we've got this Capricorn, be strong, be in control, mm-hmm. be stable. And then we've got this moon in Leo that really deep down needs attention. This is like the moon in Leo is I need to be in the spotlight. I want to receive <laughs> admiration. Like this is as well the part of you that has that sense of presence. Okay. If you allow yourself. Mm, okay. This is where a moon in Leo. Oh my God. If you're not encouraged or validated for this part of you that can take up the spotlight that has mm. charisma yeah okay the tricky thing with that is it's again how you perceive that right like mm. uh, it's that need for attention and the need for like to be cared for that becomes an issue when you totally depend on other people or the outside world to give it to you because that's never going to always happen. No. But you, we don't even think going, what about you? Have you given yourself that attention? Mm-hmm. Have you given yourself that time in the yeah. limelight? And it, it came to me really later on. Yes, there, of yeah. course there's a need for you know attention to be in the spotlight and have. Yeah, yeah. But I've, I've never acknowledged myself for that. Of course, like... You know, where you're not in that place of self-love, everything becomes... It's desperate. It's just like always that chasing. And people look at astrology specifically for that. They chase. People looking for those answers. But yeah, what you have to understand, my personal philosophy is, this is a co-creation. Like, Mm. this is like almost the universe showing you this is what the plans are. But you've got your free will in this life. You're in a physical body. And yeah. You gotta do the work here. And mm. yes, you can give that love recognition to yourself. Like that's so important for a moon Leo. If you can't mm. do that, then it becomes toxic. If you can't see your own worth as a moon and Leo, being like, I don't care whether people recognize me or not, I know I'm the damn shit. Like that's really exactly. important for a moon and Leo. Okay? Thank you. That's like, so many astrologers will never recognize that. It just shows where that's there needs to be a more like your chart will show you where there needs to be a more emphasis in this life, acknowledging that in yourself, or else it's more predisposed that you're going to go into those energies with the moon and Leo. If you don't get enough attention, this can manifest with becoming very attention and like narcissistic to a point, like needing to get that from wherever, whoever, do whatever. You know? Yeah, very quickly to narcissism. (laughs) And I do not not appreciate that. Because you unconsciously did it and I don't think that's true. I don't think you're narcissistic at all. You just said yeah really quickly. Yeah, I'm saying that it could like, be bad. It could get really bad. But then it came out too quickly. But it looked at you and was like, oh, yeah, attention. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like, it just came out. I didn't even like, say that. I was like, okay. <laughs> like, yes. 
Tell me more about him. But I used to be like that where I'm like, oh my God, tell me. And again, that's the extreme. And that's it, the extreme. it's also going but to the I other way. Go there. You're absolutely right. I, I can't, can't go there that. when you think that, oh, I don't fucking need this. Fuck this shit. I'm the fucking shit. And then you realize even that's not your true self. Exactly. It can be the other way where it's, I don't need to shine. Like, you know, with the Moon and Leo. So, so if yeah. someone was that, like, what would you tell them? Like, how do they work on that? Right. So if someone's like not, so there's some people who may not even be conscious that they like, this is a need. And then the way you know that is because you're not happy. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Legit, just not happy. Not like <laughs> it's as simple as that. Like yeah. literally, then there's something there we've got to unpack. Again, this is one perspective that can really give you some answers. Now, with people who are really struggling with this, even just becoming conscious that I actually, oh my god, that's that, that's true. That resonates. I think I do need to express this more in my nature to find a way to do that. Whether that is saying to the someone, Moon and Leo, incredible uh, Leo energy, incredible for acting, incredible for any of the arts that involve you being in front of the camera being in the spotlight okay so even just telling someone like where is your creative expression like are you finding a creative expression is your life in some way shape or form whether it's your main career or not allowing you to express your sense of your creative expression this is so important for a moon and leo like to a more degree and that's, okay. that's such yeah. a good question to ask them like where is your creative exp- even just that question alone can make you go I need to look at some yeah. things in my life that give me that yeah. and that can be helpful for you to heal yourself I've never had a case where someone has come to me and they're like I'm not happy but I'm living in complete alignment with my astrology <laughs> like <laughs> You know, I'm in extreme alignment right now. Like, I'm in extreme alignment. I'm, you know, doing all of this, but I'm completely... And then, (laughs) in that case, honey, you need to go see a psychologist. Mm. Like, that's when, you know... like I Like, at the end of the day, I can only give the perspective of what astrology can show, but then... Again, then there's that on you, on you, yeah. taking what resonates and then making the guided actions. Are there certain celebrities whose charts you've read and you go, fuck, this makes total oh sense God. of people who are like... Yes. It's very interesting when I've seen some celebrities' charts or even some people in just the public eye in general and how emotional nourishment does or doesn't come from them being in the spotlight. Like, okay. you know, where some people maybe have just been thrown into the spotlight, but it's not necessarily what nourishes them. Yeah. It's like they're in a nine-to-five job, but they don't, <laughs> but they're in the spot, like in their yeah. celebrity. And that's just their life. Like, you know? <laughs> well, you know, you know what? Is, would you say that that's a lot of the reason why a lot of celebrities may go down a really oh, rough yes. path of like oh alcoholism or... A hundred percent. I mean, uh, and even just on the disregarding anything about astrology but obviously being in the public eye being watched always but particularly if you're someone in your nature where you want privacy or you don't want that type of experience some people do honestly for me like I mean I do have a private side but there's a part of me where I'm like Yes, watch my every move. Like, I love it. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, like, you do well in this. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I say that now, maybe, uh, you yeah, know, like okay. <laughs> But my Capricorn moon, I have to say, I love a bit of acclaim. I love a bit of achievement. I love a bit of sense of being recognized. Yeah. Some people may not have that experience. What if you have, like, yeah. a, a moon yeah. in Scorpio where there's a desire for privacy? I think my sister's got that. So, yeah. Oh, really? And this is a good point to make about astrology. It's, like, how different... It's like, I truly believe, I mean, there's an energy to everything. These experiences, like, why does water feel, like, calm? And there's type of exactly. these associations mm-hmm. that we can draw from it. And so, it's kind of, yeah. Your fa- so, where are your family? Tell me a bit about your family and stuff. My family? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my upbringing was very interesting because I grew up in a very white, like 
heavy Greek Orthodox upbringing. And so that was my experience growing up in terms of family. It was very much about my dad was quite more religious. Mm-hmm. My mom was kind of, yeah, we got to do this, but like, yeah, we don't really care much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was like my mom, actually. Very interesting. Yeah. She's a Pisces, so she was always open yeah. to like whatever. Um, my mom's a Pisces too. There you go. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? And sometimes you'll have like, see, you've got a Pisces rising. There'll always be some type of link in some way. Yeah. I always find that. Whether What's it's the sun, down? the moon, the rising. So my dad doesn't, he doesn't really remember his date of birth, but I reckon he's a Taurus. Oh, oh yeah, my mom's Rigid. a Taurus. My mum's one of those people. She's a fucking go-getter. Yeah. yeah. Like, she just doesn't my sit God. still. Just doesn't. It's annoying. <laughs> That's awesome. like my dad as like, well. Yeah, yeah it's, it's similar um, to her dad. Her dad just cannot sit still and yeah. always wants people to listen to her. <laughs> <laughs> He's always got something to say. <laughs> I love that. But your dad. My dad. An Aries. But yeah, so I grew up in a very quiet religious. And it was hard. Like, I'm not going to lie. It's been really hard to, like, break free from conventions. Mm-hmm. Everything. I mean, yeah. even exploring my own sexuality and this type of thing this has been a huge it's very interesting i mean my energy my natural energy it's like my existence was controversial in the in just the moment i came into this birth like you know it's like i was just destined to completely derail the like (laughs) the family structure and expectations Mm. you know you need someone yeah like i didn't have a choice i wasn't even trying but, and so, I, I resonate with the energy of, like, not feeling like I belonged ever in my family. It's very interesting now that when I've recently kind of gotten into what I'm doing, like, my family has, I mean, my mum's side. We don't really talk about the dad's side. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um, there's always someone. There's always. But my mum's side, they've really, like, opened up into their own spirituality. I'm the middle child of two sisters. Like, my younger sister's always, like, she's been more receptive to like mm. spirituality and this yep. thing. my older sister she was always extremely Legit. practical logical and yeah. I love that nature in her by the way like and she still is like that with me and it's like really important for me and my energy because I literally yeah. have no <laughs> grounding in this dimension yeah. at this point yeah. like but even like I gave her a tarot reading once and now she's like okay so like every week can I come now you want it. Uh, you know, it's beautiful. Like, it's made us so much more closer. She's a cancer. Yeah, with a cancer, there's a definite need to feel a part of your roots, like, in yeah. some degree. For me, I went back to Greece. Like, uh, you know, I fled from <laughs> university. I had to go back to the homeland. You know, that was really important for me. Um, so, like, that connection to roots, to ancestry, it's not always going to be your family. And for some people, it's more important than others. Some people, yeah. it's like, I'm out of the house. Thank you for raising me biologically. But or, like. Dying. Bye. I'm out. You know? I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> like, drop. I'm out of here. Yeah. yeah. Do my own thing. Yeah. In regards to your journey on TikTok, like, well, one of the reasons I found you was because yeah. so I was on TikTok last year during quarantine, and then mm. I got too involved. I was like, got to get rid of this shit. But I learned a lot of great things from TikTok. Yesterday, I learned that if you put Vaseline on your neck and then you put your cologne on, it sticks longer. Oh, yeah. What a, what a great idea. Oh it's like, God. brilliant. I love the life hacks. Yeah, lo- love life hacks on TikTok. <laughs> and then I came across a lot of people who do like lives and do tarot card reading, blah, blah. But then I came oh, across yeah. yours and you were brutally honest. Yeah. And so oh. I was like, okay, so I, I, I was like, okay, you just stood out. And how's that journey been like? Yeah. I mean, like, is that something you expected or wanted? It was very interesting when I began my TikTok, where I began with tarot, actually. Like, I had not even 
really started studying astrology. Like it's been like a year. Like it's probably exactly a year now where I've been on TikTok. And so I began with those tarot readings. And it was more just for, like, I was never expecting to be, like, to this point, you know, or even myself being as invested as well. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, I wasn't always someone who was like, oh, God, I believe in all the fairies yeah, and all this yeah, type of thing. Yeah. I was not like that, you know? And I still have so much skepticism about everything I do. Yeah, and I just know that doesn't go away. But I'm that's always good, looking like, because it keeps you, why isn't that keeps working? Keeps you like, Yeah. Keeps you balanced. And for me now, I'm even more interested in learning more about, like, not spirituality. Like, I want to learn more about philosophy and, like, psychology and, like, neuroscience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to learn that so I can see where astrology can still fit in. Not to and be like, everything. yeah, I don't want it to feel like if you go see an astrologer or you go see even someone, a tarot reader, it's like, I'm going to this different world, like, that I you can't You want to connect everything. You know, like, how can we integrate it? And again, mm-hmm. astrology and spirituality and even tarot readers have a yeah. lot to blame for creating a mm-hmm. stereotype. A stereotype. That yep. is not good. You yeah. know, as you said, there's a lot of tarot readers or psychics, even astrologers that are going to tell you what you want to hear or tell you what you don't want to hear yeah. purely for monetizable reasons. Yeah. Like, that's very real. But or that's say something like, that will make you come back. A hundred percent. But then again, we have to ask, what about your mechanic? Like, yeah. again, like this is a common human trait. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of, of professions course. have this type of shadow side, but it's not the whole story. And so I think... What was important for me was starting my TikTok. It was just really being, it was me being me as well. This was just like an interest that I wanted to share as well because it really helped me. So that's how it really began um, with the tarot readings. And then slowly I started to get to astrology because I wanted to learn more about the tarot. And then I like, people really liked the astrology. And I really got into that and I started reading charts for people. And that was like a new level of how I could help people. You know, the tarot is really good as well. Like they operate in different ways. With astrology, yeah. there's a more there's an organized aspect to it, yeah. whereas the tarot is more intuitive. It's like more of an art form. Yeah, mm. astrology yeah, is yeah. still an art form, but there's m- much more ability to be technical. That being said, like say if someone wanted to, you know, get their chart read by you, so how um, often do you go on TikTok, and what's the best way to get in touch yeah. with you? Um, my TikTok <laughs> is Moon Priest. Okay. Why that name? You gotta love that. Moon <laughs> Yeah. Um, I started it with, because I'm a Cancer, and Cancer's ruled by the moon, so I always had an affinity to the moon. I got a tattoo of the moon. I like the ring of it. It sounded yeah. kind of like fantastical as well. Like, yeah. I love that. It stands <laughs> out. I'm your moon priest. So they can but, go um, to. You can go to my TikTok handle. TikTok handle, moon priest. You can also find me on YouTube, Instagram Same. site, yeah. Argus Kane. And how often do you do your TikToks now? TikToks, I try to be there every single day. Wow. Very grateful, honestly, for like what I have to do. Like, So what's your plan moving forward? Like, what would you like to... Mm, good question. See yourself doing the next, I don't know. Yeah. I'll give you two years. I'll give you two. Give you two years. I think like five's a lot for me, so I'm going to go with the two-year mark. Two years. My Pisces rising is crumbling. <laughs> like, this is too much. It's like, I'm here to be taken by the tide. Like, wherever the universe wants me. Like, it's I was like, don't you dare plan anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's just leave it. No, no, but then my Capricorn moon is like, no. what's your five-year plan? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so conflicting. For me, I have like the sense of where I want to be. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but yeah. I would love to be able to share astrology to a big audience and to get people really using it for their own lives in a way 
and to clear up a lot of the misinformation, yes, misconception, that, very important. and old, like, almost karma, like, that astrology yeah. has tied to it, you yeah. know? And hopefully we can use it as a tool in the future that can really help people in their own self-discovery, their own self-improvement, their own self-understanding, and ultimately towards just achieving their potential and greater fulfillment you mm. know this is really important for me yeah. like the feeling that you can get from just and what the feeling I get just from being able to activate a seed that's already in someone's soul and then, yeah. then actually bringing that to fruition and seeing that into the external based on the new thoughts they are believing in themselves seeing themselves how that literally changes their reality mm-hmm. yeah there's something very very fucking important astrology is yeah. doing like you know i don't think any other methodology i have to say this okay i don't think any other methodology can go into this level of depth and complexity as how holistically astrology can give you that analysis want to bring you in for another tarot as well yeah. because i think that's, yeah. that's it'll be it'll be very interesting to kind of get Definitely. the other side thank you so yeah. much though for actually coming and giving us no. your time thank you for like giving a voice to this perspective <laughs> Love that. no, Perfect. Really enjoyed my time